Podcast, talk about sea dudes, pretty and, rad. And doosies and dosy dos. Wow, like, can we talk about some dosy dos, some Girl Scout cookies? Well, tag along. I like a tag along. Well, you could tag along as we talk about the Media Boat Podcast. <laughs> the Media Boat Podcast. This is the Media Boat Podcast for October the 26th, 2016. Year's almost over. Man, it's happening. That um, happened. We, this is a podcast where we talk about movies, we talk about music, we talk about video games, and we talk about television, not necessarily in that order. Because you go around. Woo! I don't know. One of these weeks we should just change the order randomly. Hey, new season, new order. Yeah, new V. Our season premiere next next January will just be like, I don't know, we're doing this all messed up now. We talk about video games first. Wouldn't that be weird? That would be weird. That would be really weird. And then, there's nothing to talk about in January. And then we talk about... No, we should, because Kingdom Hearts comes out in January. Oh, whatever. Fine. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll decide that in 2017. The far-flung future of 2017. But as we're here right now, 1017, this past box office. Yes, so... <laughs> Uh, that, okay, sure, that's a transition. So we're going to start talking about movies in the place that we usually start, which is the box office. And I was right, because... Yes. Um, I was Past, past, uh... I was wrong because I had faith in people. When you had faith in people, two, I just went off past Tyler Perry performance. Tyler Perry Tyler performances. Terry. My favorite, my favorite, uh... A pile of writer, director, and, um... And it's Gilmore Piler. Is Piler Terry. Piler Perry. Piler Terry. Terry. Okay, so the Tyler Perry's Boo, a Medea Halloween. Yes. Is your number one movie this weekend. Yep. $28.5 million. Wow. Yep. That's ridiculous. Off a $20 million budget. Good job. You're going to make your profit. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Tyler Perry's usually do make profit. They do. They're cheap to make. Yep. So that, that works out. Number two was yes. your guest, Jack Reacher, with a uh, respectable, I guess. $22.8 million. Yeah, not a big gap. No, not a big gap. Also, not really a big premiere. No, not really. Uh, compared to the first one. Yeah, but, eh, sequels. Yeah. Speaking of sequels, Ouija, Origin of Evil. That'd be Ouija. Yes. Number three with $14 million. Um, horror movie's gonna horror movie. A horror movie gonna make a profit off a $9 yeah. million dollar budget. Easy. Uh, number fourth, number fourth, number was... Fourth. Number four was the, the accountant. The accountant with thirteen holding million, in holding in there, forty-four percent drop. Not bad. Uh, total to forty-seven million over forty-four budget, so not quite profit yet. But it's coming. It's coming. It might. It's going. It's coming and going. And uh, number five was the girl on the train, seven point one million, forty-one percent drop, fifty-eight total over forty-five budget. Sure. Yep. Sure. It's happening. Yeah. Slowly but surely. And then, uh, I don't know why this is still on here, but, oh yeah, Birth of a Nation. Bombing. Yeah, $0.9 million, $900,000. It's actually playing at a theater near us. Literally near us. Just just one of them. Yes. None of the rest of them, but just one of them yep, is playing Just it. the one. So, wow, I yep. have no idea. So that total is now at $14 million, over a 17 purchase. Yeah, they're not making money off that thing. I don't think so. No, I don't think they will. I don't think people are talking about it either. No, I don't think anybody cares. So, congratulations, Fox Searchlight, spending yeah. that money. 
The one with the the traction right now um, that I keep I can't stop hearing people talk about is Moonlight. Moonlight. Everybody's freaking talking about that movie on Twitter, on message boards that I go to. I even got an email today from Regal saying that I if I see Moonlight I get a free pe- uh, free popcorn. Ooh. So I might actually see. Wait, which one's Moonlight? Is that the Woody Allen? No. No. No, I actually don't know what it's about. Oh, okay. But apparently it exists. Because the one I keep hearing about is uh, La La Land. With uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Right, yeah, that's the Woody Allen one. Okay, that's the Woody Allen one. Yeah, but that's not this. All right. Uh, upcoming this week, uh, Halloween weekend. Forget this is a Halloween special. Uh, <laughs> Inferno. The uh, right. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks' weird haircut returns in Inferno. The sequel to, to Angels and Demons, which the, was the, the sequel, sequel to, to The, the da, da Vinci Code, Code, which was the movie of Dan Brown's book. It, well, all three of these are movies of Dan Brown's book. Yes. So, if you like that, shrug, um, then <laughs> I guess go see Inferno in theaters. Or, if you want to be like everyone else and go to an actual Halloween party this weekend, <laughs> yes. shrug, go do that. <laughs> do that instead. Yeah. Maybe don't see Inferno. But, yeah. People will probably see Inferno. So, do you, do you think Inferno's going to be number one? Or will Medea hold over? Uh, yeah, probably. I'll go with it. I'll put my money on Inferno again. Inferno? Yeah. You think it's going to go over $14 million? Tom freaking Hanks. Tom freaking Hanks? People see movies with Tom Hanks in them. I guess so. Sully was your number one movie, remember? Yeah, that's $28 million. <laughs> I know. So, thus, freaking Tom Hanks. All right. Tom I guess Hanks. I guess we're going with the Tom Hanks then. Bye. <laughs> you right, bye. Okay. Anyways. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> All right. And then that would be the end of October. So we get to November here on uh, freaking Tuesday. Wow. Tuesday's Club November. Club going up. Yep. All right. Uh, let's get into <laughs> our movie news here. Okay. Movie news. So uh, last week or two weeks ago, we discussed how Dizzy was going to make a Mulan live action movie. That did happen. Yes. Turns out during the Sony leaks... They were also had mentions of doing a Mulan movie. Wait, what? Yes. They're actually going through with this. So there's going to be two Mulan movies? There will be competing Mulan movies. Isn't this exactly what just happened with the, with the Jungle Book? Yes. <laughs> okay. And also what happened with the Snow White. Yeah, with the, the Snow White. The Snow White's you movies. Know, the Snow White. Yes. So Sony is developing a live-action tale to compete with Disney. However, they will get... Help from China in financing uh, tentpole films, as well as marketing hmm. from the Wanda Group. Your favorite subject. My favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> my my all time. So, my currently. My company of 2016 has to be yes. the Wanda Group. By default, almost. <laughs> so here's my question. Yes. Are they going to differentiate? In any way, is this going to be like a real dramatic take, as opposed to what Disney is likely going to do, which is I don't know, a musical? <laughs> well, this is going to be a Chinese production, mm-hmm. which means all Chinese actors. Isn't that what Disney said they were going to do? That's too? what they said they were going to do. However, <laughs> it being Disney, yeah, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? Okay. So this will be a Chinese. So the Sony picture of Mulan. Sony's will, pictures picture. So Sony's Wanda Group picture of Mulan <laughs> will host Chinese actors and. Shoot in actual Chinese villages and Chinese sets. On location. On location in China. All right. Yes. Um, so, Wanda Group, 
I found out why they have basically a hard-on for movie industry right now. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, well, there it goes. That's one way to phrase it. Okay. Because <laughs> the Wanda Group CEO has a beef with Disney. Okay, why? Specifically Disney for continuously releasing movies in China. Uh-huh. And, quote, having a Western influence. <laughs> not sure. only with Disney movies, okay. but also, but specifically, Disney Shanghai. Right. Disneyland. Yes, Disneyland Shanghai. Shanghai. Yes. So, uh, they're developing their own soundstage uh, studios in China to compete. They actually hired Pinewood to build hmm. their own, basically a city, to host a Chinese production. Okay. Um, in order to compete with uh, Pinewood Studios, Shepperton Studios, Lee's Den, you know, all those... Basically, freaking huge sound stages yeah. to, for specifically built for blockbuster movies, huh. and they also provide a forty percent rebate from Wonder Group and the Chinese government to in order to shoot there, which includes Legendary Pictures shooting there and deal with Lionsgate. Okay. Huh. Well. Okay. Yep. So this is why Wanda Group has gotten into the movie industry. Yeah, to going hard. Basically, what it sounds like is to preserve Chinese culture and Chinese jobs and movies and yeah. uh, movie influence. Which is a really, really, really communist-sounding thing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Just shut you guys off. I wonder where it is. I wonder you know, where you would find that. Uh, but yeah, it's like let's shut you off to any influence possible. The only thing you're seeing from here on out is China, China, China. Well, we'll see. I mean, Chinese box office has grown, so it's a yeah. it's a smart business move. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, I'm not saying it's not. It's just it's yeah. It's just it sucks that they're so threatened by the influence of other cultures. Speaking of things that suck and being threatened, sure. sure. Deadpool two sure. has officially lost their director in Tim Miller. Okay. Over creative differences between him and Ryan Reynolds. That was fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miller uh, is responsible, or believed to be responsible, for leaking the original Deadpool uh, test video. Okay. That garnered so much uh, influence in order to force Fox's hand into creating the Deadpool movie. Right. That uh, he's now uh, left the project. So you're telling me that Ryan Reynolds, the actor, has so much pull on this project that he had to get his way. And so the director failed? Yes. Wow. In a, I almost want to say good for Ryan Reynolds, but I have no idea exactly what he wanted. So It's interesting because right now they're doing uh, test screenings for different actresses to play the uh, lead female role in Domino. Okay. Yes, that's a Marvel character, Domino. I'm taking your word for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of pizza. <laughs> That's all I thought. That's Yeah. It's not so. a game either. <laughs> it's, movie, movie making is not a game. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has that much pull in this movie, I guess. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, he did do most of the marketing. He did keep the suit. He basically... Yeah. Are you saying he has Deadpool? He's Deadpool on the brain. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. He has Deadpool on this. Deadpool. 
<laughs> See what I did there? Yes. Anyways. Anyways, uh, let's go back to Sony real quick. Sure. Because uh, they're granting the uh, a certain movie for a full-out awards campaign. Okay. And what that what's that movie? Can you take a guess at what that movie is? I can't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it will go up in categories such as animation and original song for The Great Beyond, written by Alan Menken. Oh. Name that movie. I'll give you a hint. You didn't see it. No, I didn't. No. What is it? Sausage Party. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's their push? That's their push. Okay. Sony's has given the green light uh, for the award season to go ahead and push this thing as hard as they can. Do you think it will have a chance in hell? Seeing as it's going up against both Zootopia and yeah. Moana. <laughs> well, no. It doesn't have a chance the answer to this. And Kung Fu Panda Three? No. Well, uh, well. I don't and know The if, Little Prince? I don't know if either of those is. They'll get nominated. I don't say they have a chance, but they'll get nominated. Probably. I think your nominees are going to be Zootopia, Moana. Uh, what the hell was the Pixar thing? Oh, Dory. Oh, Finding Dory. And um, and Little Prince. Well, hey. Uh, what about what about original song for Alan Menken? People love it's Alan Menken. Possible. I guess, but that depends on the songs in Moana. Moana frickin' has Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda. Yes, he's you, got... You can't fight that, so that's gonna be a real uphill battle. He's got Lin-Manuel behind it, so... That's gonna be yep. an uphill battle. Yep. Also, even Zootopia has a frickin' song. Yeah. So it's like... The Shakira song. Yeah, so I think that, yeah, that's a losing battle that they're trying to fight. If that's their push, I feel bad for Sony this Oscar season. Uh, it's not necessarily their push, it's that they gave the green light for people... For the producers yeah. to push it. I just don't think it's going to work out for them. All right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, lastly, well, two things. I have a bunch of casting news I want to go over real quick. Okay. Rapid fire casting. Here we go. Dong Lover. <laughs> Cast as young Lando Cardissian. That would be Donald Glover. Yes. Okay. Donald Glover, Dong Lover, has been cast as uh, young Lando Cardissian. Calrissian. Young Lando? Yep, in the upcoming Han Solo <laughs> film. Okay. Also, uh, where do we see here? John Boyega. Yep, speaking of Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, John Boyega will play Aegis Elba's son in Pacific Rim 2. Dude, Pacific Rim 2 is happening? Yes, it is. I am so excited. <laughs> also, Tom Hardy. That movie was awesome. It is. It's it's dumb movie, but it's good. Pacific Rim is great. Uh, Such a good movie. Tom Hardy. Okay. His uh, next role will be the Antarctic explorer Ernest Shackleton. Okay. About him exploring Antarctica. Or Antarctic. The a the Arctic. The, the Antarctic. The Antarctic. The, the South Pole. Is that where ants live? In the it's where the penguins live. Oh, okay. Um, speaking of penguins, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> What? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> okay. is set to play Zelda. What? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> Wait, let him finish. Let me finish. Fitzgerald? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't get too excited. I'm pretty sure I heard of a, uh, of a F. Scott Fitzgerald biopic. Sure enough. Excited. Well... It's not an F. Scott Fitzgerald oh, biopic. It's a Zelda Fitzgerald. It's biopic. a Zelda Fitzgerald biopic. All right, and Jennifer with Lawrence Ron Howard, Ron Howard Productions. 
Actually, that's a really good fit. Because Jennifer Lawrence, I could see her... Can go crazy? I, I'm trying to not say that, but I'm just saying that Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> has a history of playing characters that happen to be struggling with some things See, going on. Joy. Yes, and uh, Silver Lining's Playbook. Yes. She's very, very adept at that kind of character. I think she will be very, very good. That is good casting. That is good casting. Yes. Predictable? Maybe, but still. Um, okay, other casting news. Okay. I have no segue for this. Chris <laughs> Pine okay. will play Mr. Murray in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> um, this is the upcoming sci-fi no, movie. Based on the book. Based on the book. Which I don't believe I've ever read. No, but... Um, well, I'm not saying no, you haven't read it, but probably you haven't. <laughs> I know uh, of it. And, yes. And new people who read it. So Chris Prime will play Prime? the... Chris Prime. Chris Prime. Chris Pine. Who's the will, first Chris. Yes. Is, he's, he's, he's the son of Optimus. Optimus Prime? <laughs> My son Chris. Hey. <laughs> My son Chris. He's in his real face right now. He doesn't care. We refer to him as Chris. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Okay, okay, so he will play uh, the doctor who gets lost in A Wrinkle in Time and have his daughter, sure. uh, the lead character, try and find him. Okay. This sounds a lot kind of like a... What's, what was that one? Tomorrowland? A little bit? I don't know. I didn't see that either. It was a good movie. You should see it. It was all right. It's directed by Brad Bird. How'd you not see it? I don't know. Other stuff was going on. Uh, maybe. Uh, and lastly, in casting news... Aaron Paul, from Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. will play the lead in the sci-fi film Android with Olga Kurlenko. Wait, is that the name of the movie? Or is the name of the movie Android and then you were talking about another cast member? Uh, <laughs> talk about another cast member. Got it. So the, the film name is Android. Okay, the name of the movie is Android. Yes. It. it will star along Olga Kur- Kurlenko. Okay. So she was in Oblivion. Sure. That, that female role in Oblivion. Sure. And, uh... Is that the one I saw? I don't remember. Not Edge of Tomorrow. N- yeah, the other one. Yes, Oblivion. The first one that came out. Was that the, the, the... Morgan Freeman. But, yeah, but was that the one... Spoiler alert. Yes, it is. No. The, what, which one are you thinking of? I, I saw some movie. I'm trying to remember which if this was... It starred Tom Cruise. Yes, yes, I... Did see this, I think. Tom Cruise, Morgan Freeman. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I yes. think I did see this movie. Yes, you did. Okay. Okay. Good. We established that. Uh, directed by Niall Johnson and... Niall? Yes, Niall Johnson and <laughs> uh, written by Matt O'Reilly. Sure. Yep. And lastly in movie news, okay. the big news that happened Okay. with AT&T. Yes. Reaching an agreement to this buy Time Warner. Affects television as well, so this is a good segue. Yes. Yes, so AT&T has purchased Time Warner for $85 billion. Six. $86 billion. Close enough. Uh, so this deal. Uh, just, this is a cash and stock deal. Yes, as most these are. Yes. Because no companies actually have that much money on hand unless you're Apple. Uh, so Disney. Or Disney. Uh, so basically. Coca-Cola. Or Coca-Cola. Um, so this encompasses... Time Warner, and we want to make sure that our audience understands, because the internet doesn't seem to understand no. this, that this is separate from Time Warner Cable. Yes. So as you may recall a few years back, Time Warner Cable was spun off 
it is its own thing and was purchased by uh, by um, what's the name of that company? Um, not Spectrum because that's what they're that's calling, they're calling it. it. No, though that East Coast company. Co- they're not a Comcast co- competitor. I forget what they're called. I'm sure I have it right here. Frontier. Somewhere. Was it Frontier? It sounds right. Anyways, uh, they were Charter. Charter. Charter Communications. Yes. Charter Communications bought Time Warner, spun it off into its own thing, now called Spectrum. So Time Warner Cable is no longer in the Time Warner fold. So what this purchase means is AT&T has purchased Warner Brothers Pictures. They have purchased Warner Brothers Television. They have purchased the Turner suite of programs, uh, 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 networks, which includes TBS, TNN, T- or TNN CNN. isn't a thing, um, t- TBS, uh, uh TBS, TNT, TCM, TNT, TNT, and uh, some other, a couple others. CNN and other Cartoon stuff. Network. Cartoon Network. Um, and additionally, this gets um, HBO. Yes. As well as uh, what, uh, as well as what ATT already or uh, already owned Dish, uh, Direct uh, TV. Direct TV. So basically, this is just a media buy. This yes. buys them the media under Time Warner. Right. Nothing changes. Right. Just. When you see the company come up in uh, Warner Brothers Pictures, say, underneath it, it will say company. an AT&T company, not a Time Warner company. Right. So, yep. Yep. This is hot. I was almost going to say hot off the heels, but no, it's been like 20 years. Uh, 16. Uh, after the 16 deal, uh, years after the last big Time Warner deal, which was the AOL and Time Warner merger. Merger slash buyout was technically a buyout because AOL had a lot of money to burn at the time. Right. Uh, but essentially, com- yeah, essentially merger. Uh, that created that entity, which is now known just as Time Warner. They dropped the AOL in like 2003, I think. Something like that. So, yeah. This is also 26 years after the merger of Time, Inc. and Warner Brothers. Which, yeah, combined the time of magazine fame empire to what then was just Warner Brothers. Right, and then Time Warner Cable and AOL were spun off in 2009 as their own company. Yes. And then Time, Inc. Publishing was spun off in 2014. Right. So the time in Time Warner essentially is just a placeholder, really. Correct. It's really still just Warner. But in this case, now it's just AT&T. But Warner will still be a brand. They'll still leave all the brands alone. Everything will be identified as it is right now, unless they decide to change it a few years later. Which they probably will. Like, um, like Sony now basically taking ownership of Sony instead of using the Columbia, Columbia TriStar. The TriStar stuff as placeholders. Now Sony is just straight up calling their production Sony Pictures, which they should have just done in the first place. Anyways, yes, here we are. <laughs> yep, and here we are. Uh, this was actually a deal that was hurried along, uh, which is why I didn't hear any rumors about yeah. it, because the rumors were originally with Apple. Speaking right. of Apple, had, purchasing uh, Warner Brothers. Right, because again, Apple has a lot of money right now. We should see some sort of acquisition happen sometime soon. Right. People have been talking about it for the last, like, 10 years almost, trying to speculate about what Apple is possibly thinking about buying. Because it doesn't make any sense to sit – because as a company, it does not make sense to sit on that much money. Acquisitions happen because these things need to keep happening. Because otherwise, you're just sitting on a bunch of money and – Company that's bad for companies, investors. Investors see that as languish, like letting money languish, instead of actually doing something for the benefit of their of of people using the product. So shareholders don't like it if you're st- sitting on billions of dollars. 
So it's only a matter of time until they're going to get into uh, Tim Cook's brain, and Tim Cook's just going to have to eventually just pull the trigger on something. Or Netflix. Oh, I'll talk about that later. Oh, I actually okay. have that down here later. We'll see. Which is a good segue to... Uh, television. Television. Because, oh, yeah. uh, speaking of AT&T and DirecTV, uh, DirecTV uh, now yes. will officially launch. Right now. Yes. Well, no, no it doesn't actually well, no. launch now. No. Well, this uh, DirecTV Now, is what it's officially called, was actually announced back in March yes. that they were planning on doing this. Well, uh, coming uh, the service is set to launch next month with a $35 access, which will provide you with over 100 channels, including Disney and Time Warner. Right. Now, this uh, $35 compares it to Sling, which has a base of 20 mm-hmm. and PlayStation View, which has a base of 40 uh-huh. Also, this will this will supposedly run off AT&T's 5G network. Okay. Yep. So, it's interesting. It's an interesting competitor. I think, ultimately, like I said last week with the Amazon stuff, I think we are going to have to see a grand total list of everybody who's on board with this thing. Yeah. Because if you're missing anybody, that's a detriment. Yep. That's a problem. So, if they can make all the deals, then cool. 35 is a great entry point. And it's also great that it's running off of this 5G network. Yeah. Because, as I just learned today, Google Fiber is backing out of all major cities. Interesting. Yes. They're actually putting uh, a hold, or rather a delayed expansion in order to make changes to focus on the business and marketing, Hmm. where it will be unaffected in areas it's already in, including Kentucky. So it's basically just... Now they're just holding plans on putting new fiber in where they had promised originally. Correct. But any existing fiber that's already been installed, people can still continue to use. Correct, because uh, Google looked at the cost and infrastructure of actually uprooting streets in order to input their cables. It's not worth it. And they figured it's not going to be worth it. Also, imagine the uproar. Can you imagine how bad that would be? Oh, especially in major cities where they yeah. have to, like, basically shut it down. Yeah, that would be terrible. Nobody, nobody would be out of freaking internet. It would be bad. However, this did actually, this actually is also a good thing <laughs> because, because uh, Google Fiber basically threatened to go everywhere. Yeah. It forced all other cable companies to up their game, which bio, they bio did, optics, which, but, did. which was Verizon Fios, uh, Cox... Giga Blast yeah. and Time Warner Cable uh, changing to Spectrum, yeah, and upping theirs as well. To when the new high base is three hundred megabytes up to one gig, right? So they move the dial forward, even though they themselves need to kind of take stock and reassess. Right, but this is great for Google because they need that fast internet speed in order to run Google everywhere. Yeah, and all their subsidiaries, including YouTube, which is yeah high and which is going into a 4K video demand. Yep, which is going to need all that <laughs> bandwidth in order to run it. True that. So, in a backwards way, this works in Google's favor. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you could technically make that argument for any of the players in play here. Yes, if you really wanted to, it's just that Google as a content creator as well as a service provider is uniquely fit to make sure this works right and the fact that they forced their forced everybody's hand in the past two years to up their game it's kind of a dual thing which is why these deals like this at&t deal are interesting 
because the content creators and the service providers are becoming one now. Yep. The first example of this was the Comcast NBC deal. No, this is just the second in the line. This is just another example of, no, this is a service provider who is buying up content creation companies so that way they do both. It's like in the old days when movie, movie studios owned the theaters. Right. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, for you say that, uh, yeah. in a statement issued by the ACA, okay. uh, that quote, if, the, if a AT&T Time Warner deal is forged as reported, the vertical integration of the merged company must be an issue that regulators closely examine. Yes, it had to be. That's how all these things are. Yep. They're always examined by the antitrust, you know, stuff. They're, they wouldn't have let it happen if they had seen some sort of problem. Because we've seen deals get turned down. If you recall, uh, there was one phone deal that got denied. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like T-Mobile and another company. Oh, it was uh, T-Mobile and T-Mobile? AT- uh, Verizon, I think. Did Verizon try? And, and that Either Verizon or down. AT&T. That got shot down by the FCC because they were like, no – that becomes too big, right? Essentially, is what their argument. That's the only reason why T-Mobile's still a company. Otherwise, that thing would have been gone. Yep. So yeah. So they do do their due diligence. It's just that this case, I guess, they saw no threat. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, let's just stick on this money uh, trail we have. Money trail. Yep. Follow so, the money. Follow the money. Uh, right to Netflix. <laughs> okay. They have raised an additional one billion dollars. And it's long-term debt, uh, which raises uh, their their uh, debt to $3.4 billion, okay. saying it intends to use the funds for general corporate purposes, well, that's quotes, sure. which would include content acquisitions, yeah. investment, working capital, and potential acquisitions and strategic transactions. Yep. They got to keep making deals. Yep. Not only do they need to keep making deals, but all their deals run out and they have to re-up them <laughs> the with more co- with a higher uh, premium. And plus they probably spent all their money on that Disney deal. Probably. <laughs> also, this uh, this includes their goal of uh, 50% original content for TVs and movies. Right. So this continues funding those projects. Yes. Making those creators happy so they right. stay on. And as you said, keep the investors in debt. Yes. That they're, yes. they're also always creating something. Yep, always creating something or else people get antsy. Yep. That's corporate America right there. Let's get out of corporate America real quick. Please. And let's talk about why this is my favorite week. This is your favorite week? This is my favorite week. Right. Uh, one, it's my birthday this week. Yep. Two, it's also the one, the one week where all five major sports are happening at the same time. All five major sports. This is football, baseball, basketball, hockey, and soccer all running at the exact same time. That's true. It's amazing. But this is it for baseball after the World Series is over. Uh, correct. Uh, speaking of championships, L.A. Grand champion. Is the champion again. Okay. All right. In the WNBA. Okay. Sure. Great. <laughs> yep. Uh, the L.A. Sparks have officially beat the Lynx, cool. uh, Charlotte Lynx, to for their third uh, WNBA championship. Great. Cool. Yep. Unlike the Dodgers, who are out. Lost. <laughs> who lost yes. to the Cubs. Uh, currently, the Cubs are winning uh, today's game, 2-0, against the Cleveland Indians. 
Uh, Cleveland won yesterday in the first game of the World Series. Uh, so they are holding on to a 1-0 lead in the series. But there's plenty of games left to play. Yep. They have seven games in total to play. Yeah. And whichever team wins will break a long series drought. Cool. Whether it be the Cubs with a 108-year drought <laughs> or the Cleveland Indians with a 70-year drought. That's a really long time for both of them. Yes. So I guess either way. Uh Current odds are current are with Cleveland. Yeah. Because usually the team that wins the NBA championship. NBA. Yes. Wait, really? Yes. <laughs> Normally, the team that wins the the city that wins the NBA championship also ends up winning the MLB championship. Year. Yes. Last year it was the Giants but I th- and the uh, Golden State Warriors. Right. So here's my question then. The but I thought Cleveland was also kind of in a drought in most sports. Yes. And that's why it was such a big deal that they, they won the, the uh, basketball stuff. It is. Okay. But so if they won two in the same year, how crazy would that be? city would no longer be a city. <laughs> they would explode. Cleveland would basically burn, explode, burned out, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, maybe I do want that to happen, then. That would be crazy for them. Well, there's also the 108 theory going around. Oh, what's, what's the 108 theory? So 108 theory applies to the Chicago Cubs, wherein... The number of stitches on a baseball? Yeah. 108. Okay. Last time the Cubs won the World Series? Uh, 1908. 108 years ago. Right. Okay. And back to the future. Two. They predicted the Cubs winning the World Series. Okay. Total runtime of Back to the Future 2? 108 minutes. 108 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. Well, we will see. Ultimately, it's not up to us to decide. Is that well, pl- the teams play. So Correct. We'll have to wait. And, and see. whether you are rooting for Cleveland or rooting for Chicago Cubs, this is actually a series worth watching because mm. one team will end a drought, and I'm actually looking forward to the Cubs. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Sometime to be baseball fan, I guess. Yep. Also, NBA tip off uh, was last night, okay. and Cleveland did raise their official banner. For NBA champions last night as well. Okay. Uh, beating the uh, Chicago Bulls. No, not Chicago Bulls. I will say that because Derrick Rose was on there. However, <laughs> now he's on the Knicks. <laughs> so the New York Knicks uh, got, got trampled. Cool. Yep. Also, MLS uh, soccer champions. Uh, that bracket is fi- has just kicked off. Okay. Uh, with with a uh, winner being crowned in December, they'll play all throughout. Uh, hockey just kicked, just uh, dropped puck two weeks ago, so that's going on. I'm actually going to the Kings game tomorrow as there part of go. my birthday. Uh, fun, 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 fun week, fun, fun, fun day. Yes, so that'd be exciting. That would be exciting. Yep. For you. For me. <laughs> and uh, NFL continues, uh, continues week eight. Continues to disappoint. Yes, continues to disappoint. Unless uh, you're a Colts fan. Yes. <laughs> because I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Also, in my fantasy league, we have a five-way tie for first. Nice. Yes. Five teams are currently five and two, and I'm sitting just outside of four and three in sixth place. Because nobody <laughs> expected everyone to suck. <laughs> well, much. everyone's doing well at five and two, actually. But that's because everybody kind of sucks. Yes, <laughs> team-wise. Yes. 
<laughs> nope. There's no great team right now, right? No. Like, everybody is kind of... It's kind of, kind of well uh, split, surprisingly. Yeah. Although, so it's just halfway through the season, so... Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's actually get back to TV news here. Yes, we are still technically talking yes. about television. We're talking about television, and um, let's talk about uh, CBS. Do we have to? Well, we're going to talk about Mom. Oh, God. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Mom. Anna yes. the sitcom Mom. Yes, starring Anna Ferris. Yes. Where her husband has agreed to guest star in the comedy series as, quote, charming horseback riding instructor, whom... <laughs> Anna Ferris pursues as a love interest. We should mention here that if you're not aware, Anna Ferris is married to Chris Pratt. Yes. So this is actually kind of a deal. Yes. Chris Pratt will guest star in Mom, and the episode will air in early tw- early 2017. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yep. Speaking of uh, moms, <laughs> Jessica Jones. Okay. Uh, in preparation for its second season, uh, the showrunner... I decided to make a bold move. Bold moves. Guess what it is. I don't know if she's having a kid. No. No? No. Well, you said, speaking of mothers. Yes. Uh, The show (laughs) has decided to hire all women directors for its 13 episodes uh, second season. That's cool. Yeah. This is a move that Marvel was completely on board with, given how in demand many women directors are these days. Cool. Uh, Putting the show as one of the few one-hour dramas to have an all-female list of directors. Nice. The only other time uh, in recent years this has been done was Ava DuVernay's Sugar Queen. Or, sorry, Queen Sugar. Okay. Which was on OWN. Okay. Which had only female directors for its first season. Okay. Huh. And now let's get into some reviews. First up, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Let's do the time warp. Eh. Eh. It was very faithful to the movie. Okay. I will give it that. It also had Tim Curry. It did have Tim Curry. Yes. Uh, Matt, what are your overall reviews on this since I left? It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. If you like the movie, it's an interesting take on it, uh, but it's very faithful to the original. Laverne Cox is good because, obviously. Obviously, uh, it's but, Laverne Cox. But, yeah, it was okay. I think... Um, I think Victoria Justice's singing voice is kind of shrill sometimes, and it was kind of driving me crazy. Uh, but the rest of the cast was fine. Surprise, was fine. Adam Lambert? It, it was fine. It was just fine? It was just fine. It, it wasn't great. It was just something that existed. It was better than that Grease live crap. Which you still disagree with. <laughs> well, because I don't even like Grease, so it wasn't So it already put you in a yeah, hole. It was already... I mean, there was only so much Carly Rae Jepsen that saved something, and... There wasn't enough Carly Rae Jepsen to save that thing. Even if she was Sandy. Even, no, no. Even if she, well, first of all, she would be, an, uh, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be Sandy. Yes. Carly Rae Jepsen is not a blonde. She just couldn't do it. She's an amber. She's a dark ale. She. she <laughs> <is>. <laughs> She's a pale ale. <laughs> pale ale. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, it was all right. I guess check it out if you like Rocky Horror Picture Show a lot. Okay, Alex. So yeah, Alex should yes. probably check it out. Yes. Okay. Now Friend I have, of the show. Friend yeah. of the show, Alex. Friend of the show, Alex. <laughs> and I have uh, two uh, TV yes. shows to review. Okay. First up, I have been watching the ABC, ABC, ABC? show. ABC. Yes. ABC. Specifically, because the stars 
Haley Atwell. Okay. In the uh, new series Conviction. Okay. It has it's five episodes in. I've seen all five episodes. Okay. I actually like the series. Oh, oh, okay. It's actually an interesting take because it's not a regular uh, legal drama. I was going to say, is she a judge? No. What, is she a lawyer? Yes. Okay. Because the name is Conviction, so... Yes, the, name's, it's, the show is called Conviction. <laughs> where Haley Atwell, I don't know why they put her as the president's daughter. Or, okay. sorry, former president's daughter. Still sure. a president's daughter. I guess just for some added legal pressure, I guess. Sure, yeah. Stakes. Stakes, yes. Just for stakes. Added stakes. But God, if, I'm hungry. Yes. Outside of that, um, <laughs> the show does is a really w- a good uh, twist in that it doesn't take on normal cases. It takes on cases that have already passed. And they look at the evidence are presented. Are they cold, perhaps? No. No, no. 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 These, are, these are cases that have already gone through a jury are they lukewarm no is there a term for these kind of cases closed okay these are closed cases they've already been through judgment the yes they are already have someone in prison in jail okay in prison okay serving a sentence their job is to look at the case and determine whether the conviction was right or wrong. Okay. Whether they got the right man, woman, whatever, or there's Dog. some beast. Yeah, or there's some uh, foul play involved, or rather they didn't get the, or they could overturn the judgment saying that this was found on based off illegal evidence, or. The whole truth was not explained. Okay. It's an interesting take, and I like it. I like Haley Atwell as an actress. She does a really uh, really well job as the lead. Um, it does run the basic five-character gambit in supporting cast. Sure. Of the naive, the convict, the goody boy, and the doubter. The goody boy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the good boy and the doubter. Goody boy! Yes. Uh, the doubter is also happens to be a cop, because sure. they figure, hey, we did, we already ran this case, this conviction is right, trying to uphold the justice of the law. Sure. Yeah. Where you have the good boy, uh, who sees everyone as innocent, sure, until proven guilty, even though they have been proven guilty, might not have been actually be guilty. And this is your this is your Emmy submission submission scene where you have the two of them yelling at each other. Basically, yes. <laughs> He's innocent, though. I can tell. You can just feel it. <laughs> yes. Show me the evidence. Yep. Where's the evidence? Show me one shred of evidence for this case. Basically, that's the yep. entire thing the over entire and show. over. Cool. Great. But how they come across the evidence is actually uh, really cool. Sure. And yeah. It's, it's yeah. an interesting show. That's an interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. See, that's the opposite of those concepts that I, that I always say, like, how is this going to last a television show? Yeah. This is a concept that lasts a television show because yes. law is this endless, endless giving. I mean, Law and Order's <laughs> literally franchise endless. has lasted forever. Yes. You can keep these things going because as long as there is law in this country, there will be new cases. So. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah. I'm so unless Donald Trump it. gets elected, we will still have law in this country. <laughs> 
Yes, because once he does become elected, we Who will knows? have order. Yeah, law, law and order. Yes, yeah. law then order. Law then order, something like that. Yes. Whatever. Anyways. Anyways, um, I can see this running for a while. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, Haley Atwell. She's great on TV. Yeah. She is, she is the star of that show. Um, check it out. I'd really highly recommend this show. Check it out. Uh, the other show uh, I'm reviewing, because I sat and watched it, sure. and binged it because I said I would. Yep. Black Mirror. Ooh, I've got a bone to pick with this one. Oh, boy. So, are you like the internet where you loved it and you hated it, and then you loved it and then you hated it? Yes. Okay. Well, you saw me love it and then hate it, and then love it, and then <laughs> yell at it, and then love it again. Right. Yes, <laughs> you did. So... Uh, this is season three, six episodes. Uh, on ter- Netflix. On Netflix. You mention that. Yes, this is on Netflix. You can binge watch all six episodes. Do not suggest it, though. Yeah. Uh, one as each is an hour. Each is an hour length episode, and also there are some hard-hitting episodes. So, uh, the first two are decent. Okay. They're very predictable. However... The next two are the ones I was yelling at the TV at. <laughs> because I didn't like the direction they went with at the end. I didn't like their twists. And okay. let's not say they're not my favorite. And then I'll say they're not good. And obviously we don't want to go into too many details here because half the half the appeal of Black Mirror is not knowing where it's going to go. Right. It's, because it's, it has a setup of premise. It's like, oh, look, technology, guys. And then it tries to twist it and be like, oh, but... Here's your worst fears technology about your favorite or, technology. or and or morals yeah. obligations with it. Right. Right. Which brings uh, three episodes uh, three and four yeah. into very questionable ground <laughs> as to yeah, it's well because Black Mirror is modern day Twilight Zone. Is it though? Is it because I've heard people say that and the all the, whatever come whenever that is said whatever comes to my mind is. At least Twilight Zone had a basic moral that it was trying to get across. It set up, it was basically morality plays, where it was basically like, here's a situation that's not likely to happen because it's surreal and there's all sorts of things involved here. But this is to teach you a lesson, viewer. Well, that this is te- why this is why this happened, and this is like some sort of ultimate thing. Black Mirror all comes across to me is we're just going to, 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 to give you a scenario that's the worst case scenario of what could possibly happen with technology. It's not always the worst case scenario, though. And it feels like that to me. It always feels like it's like, oh, well, there's no real lesson here. It's just to tell you, it's like, man, wouldn't that be messed up? Well, Black Mirror is more of, Black Mirror is more of a, uh, don't necessarily trust everything you see right. in here. Sure. But that's, that, you can't do that moral over and over and over again. Because sure. what I'm trying to say is that at least Twilight Zone had a different thing it was trying to communicate. And it wasn't just some sort of basic platitude like that. This just feels to me, it's like, oh, you're scared of what technology might do. Well, guess what? Here's it in its worst possible form. It's not necessarily form. always technology, but it could also no, just be like, seems like one is. person, <laughs> like one person, if one person holds all the technology. Sure. Again, though, that's just basically, it's tapping into deep fears. Yes. That's what horror does. That's all that horror does. Is basically like, what is the worst possible thing that could possibly happen here? Here, let's show it on the screen. For well, it's not just worst possible thing to happen. It's, it's a reflection yeah. of you, right? Which is a black mirror. Yes, yes. 
a TV screen is a and black that mirror, is why, and that is exactly why it's that closed. is called that. Yes, but I just don't. I just don't get it. I just don't like it. I don't understand it. it means nothing to me. Like I just don't understand the appeal of it. I guess is what I would say. <laughs> you just don't understand, Matt. God, I, mean, I don't like horror either. So that probably goes. Well, I'm not a fan of horror either, but I love Black Mirror. Sure. Also, uh, this season does have a lot of uh, good throwbacks. And references to past episodes. So, Black Mirror is kind of set in its own universe. Sure. The way they do that. But then again, each episode is separate and different. And so, as I said, the first two, I could see coming. The second two, morally, more or less, did not like. The last two I loved. Okay. The last two are, are great. Um, yeah. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, okay. Black Mirror, for me, is always 10 out of 10. Again, we are not rating stuff on here. <laughs> we have no numbers. We have no rating system. But I suggest you watch Black Mirror. <laughs> and watch it before it uh, gets uh, canceled. But uh, but you will get. we will see a season four of Black Mirror yeah. sometime in 2017. Yeah. It is currently shooting. Okay. Is that it for TV news? Uh, that's it for TV news. I want to mention one thing, one last thing though. Um, so, new season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend started on Friday on the CW. Yes, that show is a treasure. Yes, you've been to watch season one. <laughs> yes, yes, and I did. you liked it, didn't like yes, it? Yes, yes, I liked, liked it a lot. That thing is unlike any other show on television right now. Okay, but it's not for everybody. So, no, no if you like not. musicals and if you like comedies, if you like romantic comedies, and if you like cringeworthy scenes, if you like all three of those things in one thing then this is made for you. Otherwise, stay very far away. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll keep my 10-foot pole here. Okay. Handy. Uh, uh, renewals, and eventually this. Uh, Sherlock revealed that uh, the six Thratchers will be its next story. It means nothing. What does that mean? It's, a, it's based off a book. Okay. It's a Sherlock book. Sherlock <laughs> of the BBC. Thratchers. Yes. Okay. Thatcher's. Oh, Thatcher's. Thatcher's. Like Margaret Thatcher? No, like uh, violin. The thing with violin? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll premiere on January 1st, 2017. Sure. So, you get your new year, you get your new Sherlock. New year, new Sherlock. There you go. Yep. Uh, a TV show will air next summer on CBS. A TV show will air next summer on CBS? CBS. Oh, CBS? No way. Called Salvation. Oh. It is a 13 episodes uh, drama okay. about an asteroid apocalypse. Okay. So look forward to that. More, because it worked so well last time a network tried a show about the apocalypse. Yes. You mean you being the apocalypse on NBC? Yes, yes. That's but that was a comedy, doing. not a drama. Yeah, but still. Yeah, still. Uh, C, the CW has decided to ren- uh, has uh, three summer renewals okay. in Masters of Illusion. Okay. Penn and Teller fool us. Sure. And whose line is it anyways? So all their summer replacement shows yep. are getting renewed. Yep. Oh, well, good for Aisha Tyler. Yep. Good for Penn and Teller, too. And whoever's on Masters of Illusion. I, I, like, I like living in a world where Aisha Tyler is still working and earning a regular paycheck. She's still an archer. I like her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's true, I guess. Oh, let's go over to ABC. 
Okay. Uh, must. Their show, Notorious. Okay. Uh, it's, in, it's currently in its first season. However, got its episodes cut from 13 <gasps> to 10. Oh, okay. However, show's not been canceled. Just production budget stuff? Just production budget. Yeah, that happens. So, it, we could see a second season. Uh, depends on how it ends. Okay. But its episodes have been cut short. Interesting. Uh, speaking of ABC, Freeform yeah. has decided to cancel Guilt. Don't know what the show is? I don't know. Don't have to. It only had one season. So, lost the time. Uh, however, what is getting a second season is a Netflix show, Frontier. Okay. This is, you don't know about the show because it uh, uh, got its second season ahead of its debut in 2017. Huh. Got it. Yep. So it was screened for the execs. They liked it so much, they greenlit second season. <laughs> they, they liked it so much, they ordered it twice. Yep. <laughs> a show so nice, they made it twice. And now in our deaths. Quite a lot here, but also not a lot Aww. of uh, big names. That's sad. First up, Kevin Meany. Right, I heard about this. Age 60, comedian, yeah. actor in Big and Uncle Buck. Uh, next, Catherine Adams, 96, actress in Saboteur by Hitchcock, and, the hunch- and also starred in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. The old version, not the... Uh, I was going to say, not the animated. Not one. the animated. Uh, next death, Cecilia Hart, age 68, uh, actress and wife of James Earl Jones. So, now he has a reason to scream, No! Oh, that's sad. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, speaking of sad, this was a sad one to hear about uh, yesterday, Pete Burns... 57, heart attack, cardiac arrest. Hmm. The singer of Dead or Alive. Right. The band. The band. Yes, not the song. Yes. Um, Kevin, uh, next death, Kevin Curran, age 59, TV writer for The Simpsons and Married with Children. Hmm. And, oh, wait, there's more deaths. Wow. Uh, Bobby V, age 73, singer uh, a 50s singer with his hits, 50s and 60s singer, with the hits Rubber Ball, hmm. Take Good Care of My Baby, and The Night Has a Thousand Eyes. Oh, okay. I listened to, the, to these songs today. Yeah, I can see why they were hits. They're actually pretty good. Uh, Rubber Ball and Take Good Care of My Baby. I actually <laughs> like those songs. Catchy stuff. Yeah, they're like, really catchy. I listened to a lot of um, oldies radio growing up, because that's what my dad would always put on. And so I'm very familiar with those songs. Yes. Uh... Tell your dad. He'd probably be heartbroken. Oh, I don't want to tell him then. Okay, then don't tell him. (laughs) But, uh, the last... (laughs) (laughs) Lastly in deaths, Michael Massey. Okay. Age 61. Actor in The Crow. Uh, he was faint... Uh, he... I guess infamously is known as the actor who fired the shot that killed Brandon Lee. Oh, right. By accident on the set of The Crow in 1993 due to an improperly prepared prop gun. Right. Man. Yes, this sent him out of acting for over a year because he was just so, you know, just traumatized by the incident. That makes sense. Yep. However, he uh, eventually got back into acting and appeared in uh, alongside uh, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman in Seven. 
Mm-hmm. Also, he's uh, appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Okay. In between, he had various TV appearances, including uh, stints on um, Supernatural, Law & Order, and other uh, TV dramas. Okay. Hmm. Now, what the hell happened? We just lost something. No, we didn't. No? Charlotte's still there. I don't oh. know why I switched. <laughs> cool. But anyways... Yay, technology. Yay, technology. Black let's, Mirror. Let's go to Billboard. <laughs> yes, let's do this quickly. Yes. Um, so... I'm happy. <laughs> you are happy. Because I know what number one is. Okay. Yes. Well, sure. You're the only one who's happy. Um, so I'm going to skip the Hot 100. Your singles have not changed. Uh, really? Still? Freaking Halsey? Number five is different, uh, but it's nothing big. So I will leave that to your imagination. But yes, your number one song is still somehow... Closer by the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. Your album chart, however, is very different. There's a shakeup. Your number one album this week is The Wa- Kings. The Kings of Leon with yes. their album Walls. Which is a weird name for that album. Sure. Um, your number two is Views by Drake. So Fuck Views by Drake. I'm sorry? <laughs> what did you call it? Fuck Drews by Vake. Drews by Vake. <laughs> All right. And your number three album is still Suicide Squad soundtrack album. Number four is new this week, uh, 1992 by the rapper The Game. Game's new album. I lost the game. I lost the game. (laughs) Uh, And then number five is still 21 Pilots' album Blurry Face. Okay. So there's your top five. Uh, Next week, look forward to uh, probably your number one album, uh, Joanne by Lady Gaga. Oh, that, that drops this week? I, and I also listened to that thing, so I can talk about that. But first, talk oh. about Kings of Leon. Yeah, so I listened to the album, Since Kings I bet of you Leon. you probably listened to that thing. Yes, I listened to the album, Kings of Leon. Okay. Um, I can see why it's number one. I actually liked it. How Coldplay does it sound? Uh, it sounds <laughs> a lot like You Somebody over and over again. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> okay. um, so they have... I don't My know. least favorite Kings of Leon song played in repeat. Great, awesome. It's not as bad as you would think. <laughs> okay. Is it like Sex on Fire over and over again? There ah! is no, there is no uh, Sex on Fire, actually. Like equivalent? Equivalent, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see if I pull up this uh, new album here. But anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, their song, Walls, is just okay, their, their title song. It's actually the last song on the album. Okay. It's just okay. Sure. However, uh, they do have uh, that uh, song that's everywhere on the radio right now, uh, Waste a Moment. I have not heard it because I don't listen to that radio. But Yes. Okay. But there's another song on there that, that I really love. It's called uh, Reverend, I believe is what it's called. Okay. That yeah, sounds yeah, like, yes, That Reverend. sounds like the name of a Kings of Leon song. Yes, it's called Reverend, and I really hope that thing gets on the radio. <laughs> I really like that one. Okay. But it's, but yeah, like I said, all the songs sound like you, somebody. Yes. That very soft, yeah. soft alternative rock. Sure. No sex on fire, no screaming. No. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> a good. It's a good Eddie Vedder right there. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Very Pearl Jam. 
I like how I had to explain that for you guys to laugh. Eddie Vedder is the singer of Pearl Jam. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> um, check out the album. Uh, this should have been a summer release. A lot of the songs are very happy songs. Okay. Well, maybe they just had... Maybe it was a label decision. Maybe. I could see this being um, a late, like, August... An early August release. And hit that end of summer just right, but... However, you know what is a very fall album? Is it Lady Gaga? It's freaking Lady Gaga. Why? Let's talk about Lady Gaga, So, uh, Joanne, uh, Lady <laughs> Gaga's new album, um, was released this past weekend to not a whole lot of fanfare. It looks like she was trying to release a lot of promo. She had released a single the weekend before, trying to get some, like, get some ground. She was on SNL this Saturday, um... Play a couple of songs off the album. Oh, speaking of that episode, uh, Tom Hanks. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Tom a, Hanks pretty it's good. Solid episode. Yeah, it actually has a better ratings than this. She's the premiere with oh, Margot Robbie. Good. Yeah. Because yeah, they bounced right back from uh, awful last week. I hated last week's. Right, but so far, uh, four this out of five ain't bad. Good. Yeah, this, the four out of five is not bad for a season so far. New writers are still getting their legs, but we'll see. Um, as for Joanne, so. I was kind of, and I had talked about on this podcast before, I was kind of interested in what Lady Gaga was going to do going forward. Because in the past, she's, the albums that she's put out have been very, very, very pop. And in the last year that she hasn't been like, or in the last couple of years, I guess, where she hasn't been kind of out in front of everyone with, the, with her music, she's been doing some other things. Um, most notably, her uh, stands, well, first of all, yes, her acting. Uh, but first of all, in order of chronology, yes. uh, she did that duets album with the Tony, Tony Bennett, Bennett album, which won tour. a freaking Grammy, yes. uh, which had kind of a different take of Lady Gaga, which then she spun off to doing a couple things, uh, doing the um, uh, a, a, uh, a, the rendition of the uh, National, National Anthem, Anthem um, for the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, and then followed that immediately up with her David Bowie tribute uh, at the Grammys. Right. So all this kind of gave, I feel, it was good to give kind of a different kind of audience for Lady Gaga. I can't count the amount of people on the internet and in real life that told me, it's like, man, I didn't know she was so good because they had never seen her in a context outside of pop music. And so that was, it seemed like that was kind of a groundswell that was developing around her. And I was wondering to see whether she was going to do something with that. And here's Joanne, and she doesn't really do anything with that. So it's an album of two halves. You have the a lot of the same kind of grand pop gestures that she was making with art pop a few years ago. Not as good this time, uh, but when it's good, it's still Lady Gaga good. Uh, the opener is a highlight. Uh, the single right now, Perfect Illusion, is pretty good. Not her best, but it's all right. Then there's a few acoustic numbers that kind of slow the tempo down and do try to show that range. Um, however... If Lady Gaga is good at one, at something, she is good at ballads. And uh, her performance on uh, SNL was proof of this. She can pound the hell out of something. There was a um, um, uh, review that I was reading. I think it was Pitchfork uh, that mentioned that the song, almost, the song in question here, which I forget what it's called, but it uh, it, it sounds like a freaking poison, <laughs> poison uh, ballad, power ballad from the eighties. <laughs> Uh, it's that kind of song, but she does a real good job with it. Uh, but overall, not as exciting as it should be. Um, it's a little lopsided, and it's kind of disappointing. 
uh, because I feel like when she was more kind of going just for a pop aesthetic, she was taking a lot more risks. And here, like pop art. Yeah, she's here. She's kind of toning down the risk taking, and becoming kind of more palatable. And I think that is good, I guess, for an audience. I just don't know whether Lady Gaga is Adele or whether she should want to be Adele when she's already Lady Gaga. I guess that's kind of my take on it. So it's all right. So you're saying that she's going away from that uh, monster makeup. Less crazy. Less crazy. Less less... out there, less experimental, and going kind of more for a middle of the road. Like I said, kind of an Adele sound. Okay. Is kind of what she's going after here. And it's disappointing for people like me, maybe, who expect that kind of adventure, adventurous quality to her and what's attracted to Lady Gaga, like me, the Lady Gaga in the past. But it might be a good career move now, because this... it kind of narrows the focus, except I don't know anybody else who is listening to this thing. So. Is this like a mom album where it's a safe <laughs> album? It's definitely a safe album. I don't know if it goes that safe. Okay, like a Kelly, like there is Kelly Clarkson's no. album is like a mom no, album. It is it's not, very safe, It's not very that, pop. It's not that far that direction okay because there is still an a uh an a, a, a entire song on here that is about masturbation so she's still lady gaga but uh, it's just a do i do it to safe. the song or is the song doing it to she me she is describing it in the song <laughs> okay so she is doing it to herself so i do it to me then i don't know it's up to you i do it to her <laughs> i don't think that's an option canopy no 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 no, no. canopy can- canopy like over your head yes yes the canopy yeah no, no canopy as in this song will just go over my head sure probably uh but no it's actually pretty over uh but yes so it's still lady gaga it's still she's still doing some interesting things but not as interesting and not as experimental as before okay so it's okay uh music news speaking of lady gaga speaking of she's got a new home home yes and she lives somewhere else yes okay she's moving moving uh, on out well, she's moving in, and Frank Zappa is moving out. Okay. So he sold his Hollywood Hills home <laughs> to Lady Gaga. Sure. Which she will uh, not do anything to. She will not uh, do Change. any uh, alterations. <laughs> However, she bought it mainly because it has a recording studio. That's smart. So, yep. Good for her. Lady Gaga is going to be cooped up in her home recording music, hopefully. I hope this means more music, and I hope this means that she gets to try on different things. Okay. I, I feel like in an ideal world, she is allowed to become the kind of artist that gets to be very, very prolific and tries all sorts of different kinds of genres out because I think that would benefit her. All right. Uh, speaking of benefits, Radiohead has confirmed to headline Glastonbury, sure. the London concert in 2017. Okay. This will be the first time it has done so in 14 years. It? However, yes. Radiohead is in it. Radiohead is in it. Okay. Be, uh, I say it because this means that for now, the uh, rumored uh, Daft Punk, right. which will uh, have its uh, website Alive 2017 go up tomorrow, right, uh, means that they will not be uh, the headliner. Yeah. However, this does not mean they will not perform. Yeah. So we'll see. We will see. They will be the second uh, second build because Radiohead is uh, probably. A lot bigger over there. Right now, yes. Right now, yes. They have an album they're promoting. So. Yep. Speaking of albums they're promoting, Kanye West has an album. However. Or does he? Or does he? We don't know what to <laughs> call this thing. 
what's it called? The Life of Pablo. Yeah, that thing exists. Right. However, um, this thing could be up for a Grammy. However, Kanye West will boycott the Grammys if Frank Ocean does not get a nomination. So, yeah, this is the whole thing. Also, he will not be attending if his own uh, album does not get a nomination. Right, so this goes a little deeper. Um, A few days before this thing hit, some stipulations or rumors of some stipulations about how the Grammy voting works had suggested that Frank Ocean, one, wasn't eligible for this year's Grammy, Grammy, uh, Grammy Awards, and two, that Frank Ocean himself, again, this is a rumor, had not submitted his album for the Grammys in the first place. Oh, because he did that experimental mixtape for Universal in order to basically end his contract. And then a week later, released his own album, full studio album, under his own label. So there's a theory right now that because of this drama, Frank Ocean does not want to possibly, again, get... in any involved in any legitation with Universal, and so right because Grammy wins help album yeah. sales. So there's a chance that he may not even he may be specifically withholding a nomination for Blonde. Okay. However, Kanye doesn't seem to believe this because he still thinks that it's going to be a snub if if Frank Ocean is not included. So we but, might have a Kanye free Grammys this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, I bet Pablo is nominated for something. It probably. If anything, rap album of the year. I doubt album of the year. What about for um, Ultra Light Beam? Uh, no, I don't think it was a big enough thing. I think that that. I think that maybe, uh, maybe for rap song collab. Okay. Uh, which would be him and uh, Chance the Rapper. Right, but that's on Chance the Rapper's record, though. No, no. Oh, no, no, I'm that, thinking of a... Uh, uh, Chance s- has s- s- the... S- Chance has a... Uh, the the, has the a LA. ...in Ultra Light Beat. Right, no. But I'm, they I'm, also I'm... collaborated the reverse way, too, so on both of their albums. However, yes, that's the one to beat, I feel, is Chance the Rapper's coloring book. Right, I'm thinking of uh, No More Sunsets in L.A. Uh, no More Parties in L.A., no more parties which is actually LA. a bonus track on Pablo. Right, okay. Uh, but yes, um, I think that your rap, your rap winner this year is Chance. I okay. don't think Kanye has a chance. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of the Grammys, Jack White will be honored at the Recording Academy Producers and Engineers Wing... Right. During Grammy for Week. Specifically for his production work. Correct. Yes. Uh, this will be the 10th year that it's uh, celebrating uh, the artist, artistic contributions of uh, produce, Producers and Engineers Wing. Uh, a 65,000 plus professional members. Hmm. It will highlight uh, White's accomplishments and ongoing support for the art and craft of recorded music. Sure. Now, he will join past the past 10 honorees, including Chris Blackwell, T-Bone Burnett, mm-hmm. Tom Dowd, mm-hmm. Ahmet, Ahmet and Neshiri Etrung, okay. uh, Jimmy Levine, yep. Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones. <laughs> Arif Mardin, <laughs> I like how these names are really hard for you, <laughs> Niall Rogers, <laughs> Rick Rubin, 
Rick Rubin. Al Shamit. <laughs> Jerry Wexler. <laughs> and Niel Young. I mean, Neil Young. <laughs> Neil Young. Neil Young. Yes. What? Young Neil. Young Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> also, anyways, anyways uh, yeah, so congratulations, Jack White, on your producing. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, also, just a side note here, uh, Taylor Swift has officially had been uh, 10 years since the release of her first album. 10 years, a decade of Taylor Swift. Yep. We are officially out of the Taylor Swift decade. Out of the Taylor Swift decade. Finally. <laughs> Jeez, it was such a struggle. <laughs> I know, uh, but uh, there's there's no bad blood there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause, uh, we all know that uh, it's a love story. Yes, yes, she belongs with me. <laughs> kind of fearless about this. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, she. Uh, Stop it. Only twenty two. Stop it. Stop it. She was born in nineteen eighty nine. Stop it. <laughs> Stop that. Stop it. Why you, you're turning red. That's a stretch. Move on. Okay, well, uh, that's just somebody that I used to know. That's not Taylor Swift. No, it's not. Let's go, T.A. I got to you. Yes, you did. Keep going. And that's all I have for music news. Okay, let's move into video games. There's a lot of video game stuff to talk to, too. This is a XL podcast compared to the last few weeks. Yep. Uh, we're gonna do another ninety-minute podcast here. Ugh, man, we haven't done one of these in a while. Yeah. All, All right. right. Video games. Video games. So uh, I'm gonna start off here with Grand Theft Auto. Oh, we're doing small stuff before we get to the big stuff. Yep. Okay. Well, the big stuff for last. So there's a big thing we have to talk about here. Yeah, we kind of piped this thing up for yeah. a while. So uh, small stuff first. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, there will be no single-player DLC coming out for GTA Five. For GTA Five. Okay. They have stopped. Okay. Um, instead, they're opting to make it GTA Online downloads. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because uh, they're on online... working on something else right now. Well, also. one, they're working on something else. And two, <laughs> their microtransactions have made more money than physical game sales. I'm talking $700 million I believe that. in microtransactions. I believe that. A lot of people bought GTA. And a lot oh. of people... There's a there's a segment of people who buy, buy video games who buy like two games ever for their consoles and only play those. Oh. Those two games or those three games, I guess, are GTA, Call of Duty, and Madden. Madden. And so GTA is going to ha- be like the one of three games that they ever play. So of course they're going to keep buying stuff for it. Yep. So yeah, uh, speaking of uh, Rockstar, yep. they officially announced. Red Dead Redemption 2. They sure did. And to the surprise of nobody, <laughs> um, it's happening, yeah. one. Yeah. And two, it looks like it's going to be a prequel. Right. Which makes sense. Which makes sense because you can't really continue that story. Yeah. Also, it, the first, or sorry, second Red <laughs> Dead, Re- sorry, Red Dead Redemption. Which is the second in the Red Dead franchise. Correct. Yes. That's after, what I'm trying, trying to say here. Red Dead Revolver. That's what I'm trying to say here, yes. So Red Dead Redemption was at the end of the so-called Western era. Right. So you can't really progress 
what they did was regress. Right. And according to the trailer, it looks like there will be seven playable characters. Oh. Maybe. That's just a, what it looks like. A posse, if you will? Yes. You could form a posse? The reason that this is suggested is because that they will feature a Red Dead Online. Okay. Where you will, you will have the option to play as one of the seven characters. Right. Which Much again, like they did with... GTA yes. 5 again, and three their three main protagonists is directly related to the last last story because they see how much money that freaking made. Yep. Of course they're going to do it again. Yep. Where's that copy paste on here? Right. Hmm. But speaking about money and uh speaking of uh Call of Duty, one that's still coming out, but Infinite two Warfare. If yeah, one Infinite Warfare is coming out still. Warfare that lasts forever. And two, uh Battlefield 1. Yes. The Battlefield uh, that only happens once. Yes, Battlefield 1 uh, launched uh, this past week. It sure did. And, and boy, I don't know a single person who's playing that thing. I don't know how you don't know who a single person who's playing this thing. Does it do thing. really well? It's doing really well. Okay. Uh, it sold, it sold, in its first week, it sold more than Battlefield 4 and Battlefield Hardline combined. Wow. Well, it's the biggest retail launch of the year next to The Division. A hundred and eighty thousand dollars, sorry, hundred eighty thousand copies, on Steam or on PC launch, and eight hundred thousand across all three platforms: PC, Xbox, and Place PS4. Okay, but does Call of Duty beat it? Yes. Problem. Uh, yeah, no. I think it will. I don't think so. I think Call of Duty has been on the decline. I think you're right, but I also think that there's such uh, going to be such a big media push right before that thing comes out. But here's the thing, though, that Battlefield 1 just came out. Right. Titanfall 2 is coming out. Yeah. And then you're going to get into uh, Call of Duty. I think that's too many shooters in a row that people will be fatigued. I don't think enough people know what Titanfall is to care. I think the fact that Titanfall's coming out, Titanfall 2 is coming out on PS4 is making people care. Ah, we'll see. I mean, I want I, obviously, if there was any of the three that I'd want to succeed, it would be Titanfall. Because I think it's the better game of the three this year, but I don't know if that's going to happen, because I think Call of Duty is just a more well-known name. You think EA is just a well-oiled machine and has the bigger name for well, Call of Duty? in this case. Activision, yeah, sorry. EA had their success already with the Battlefield. Right. So, we'll see. I mean, I just personally think that there's more cachet with Call of Duty. Also, I haven't seen a single ad for Battlefield 1, and I've already seen ads for Infinite Warfare. So, explain that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know what you're watching. Uh, apparently, television. <laughs> That's what they tell me. I don't know. I could be. I don't know because a lot of the YouTube ads, a lot of the YouTube ads that I've seen have been Battlefield One. So I've I haven't seen a single Battlefield One ad. All right, get on the YouTube. I'm not on YouTube. Get on the YouTube. Why. On the YouTube. But yes, anyways. Yes. What that, else? Uh, Lastly, uh, both of these are Nintendo news. Yes. First up is Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, specifically, Pokemon Go. So, this weekend only, you will have a chance to... Get a lot more Zubats. Get, one, get a lot more Zubats. Because <laughs> everybody two, needs those. Get a, get a lot more Haunter, Ghastly, uh, what's the last one? Gengars. Yep. Hypnos and Hypnotoads. No. No. Drowsy. Yes, Drowsy and Hypnos. <laughs> because uh, Pokemon Go Halloween is coming, slash is here. 
And for this, these uh, next week or so, I think it said up until uh, November 5th, uh, you will uh, uh, go out at night and you will have uh, the chances of those Pokemon popping up have been upped significantly. Because Halloween. Yep, because Halloween. So if you're out, when you're going to be out trick-or-treating with your kids or by yourself, pop open Pokemon Go. Find yourself some cool uh, ghost Pokemon. I mean, I guess... Also, uh, candies uh, this weekend mm -hmm. will be upped four times. Dang. Yeah. That's a lot of candies. So get out there, catch them, sell them, or transfer them, and get your four-time candy boost. Cool. Also in Pokemon news, this past week, uh, weekend, week, forget what, what it was, uh, the U.S. National Champions... Grand Championship. Champions. Yes. Uh, video game for the Master Class. Your your U.S. Master Champion is Chase Liebert. Okay. Winner with a sixteen of can okay. There's six Pokemon. Right. In a team. Yep. Name. Can you name some yeah. of the six? I don't know what his team would have been. Is there a Lucario on his team? No. Um, is there a, um, think powerful Pokemon. <laughs> think legendaries. There's over 700 of them. Think legendaries. Oh, I thought you weren't allowed to have legendaries in the championships. Hey, kind of. I, I was under the impression that you couldn't. Well, okay. Well, there's certain ones that are banned, but there's also ones that they allow. Okay. So just, his team consisted of Smeargle. Not a legendary Pokemon. Cresselia. Not a legendary Pokemon. Groudon. Also not a legendary really? Pokemon. Really? That's not a legendary? Groudon? Oh, well, Groudon. Yes, Groudon, Groudon is a legendary What did you think I said? For some reason, I thought you said Rhydon. No. Groudon, yes. Groudon. Xerneas. Okay. Check. Salamence. Check. Okay. And Kangaskhan. Okay, so he has two legendaries on yes. his team. But that's still... Okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's good. It's an interesting uh, team. The final match actually came down to a Groudon versus Groudon battle. Groudon, <laughs> Groudon action. Yes. And uh, so the size of continent, so that'd be really yes. Really cool. So Chase Liebert <laughs> will represent uh, the U.S. in the upcoming World Championships. Cool. Which will eventually lead to some Korean kid. Yeah, probably. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because. Uh, most of these, uh, most of the, uh, if you watch this, most of the um, teams are v different variations of that, of those six Pokemon. Yeah. Like, the only substitutions would be Rayquaza, Kyogre, or Kyogre, and, yes. and um, Smeargle. Smeargle? Yes. I like how I, Smeargle is top tier right now. I mean, not, 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 not <laughs> yeah. Who would have guessed? Yeah. The painting Pokemon. Yeah, Smeargle. He's got a paintbrush on his tail. Yeah. Pretty great. Also, Gen 3 represent, man. Yep. Well, Gen 3 Pokemon. Yeah. Um, All right. Are we ready? We're ready. Move on to the big story. Yep. The yeah. big story is the one we've been trying to cover. Hey, guess what? Nintendo <laughs> has a new console. Yeah. The worst kept secret in video game history. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, except for the name, actually. So welcome to the generation of the Nintendo Switch. Yep. Did you make the switch? We're making the switch. They're making the switch. So, so no switch is what everybody thought it was going to be. It is both a home console and a. They are Google who console. they thought they were. It is exactly what we thought it was rumored, which was a tablet, which has two 
uh, Joy Cons called Joy Cons yeah, that Joy-Cons. take on the size of them to create a controller that doesn't look too far off from the current Wii U gamepad. This tablet can be inserted when you're at home into yeah. a into a um, power console that does click into your TV and then does video game on the television. Once you use that, you have two options for your control. You can either use one of the Joy-Cons by itself to control your game, if it's a very simple game, or you can use a connector that splits in, uh, that puts something in the middle of those two things to create a more Xbox-looking controller. Additionally, you can buy a Pro Controller accessory, mm-hmm. just like you have the last two generations of Nintendo consoles, yep. for a more traditional game controller experience. This tablet can be taken on the road, so you can play on the bus and yep. stuff. It will run on a battery, probably charged. It has uh, a three-hour portable battery mode. So, yeah, it's both a home console and a portable console, just like everybody thought it was. Yep. Also, uh, one uh, console it can support two players. However, put two consoles back-to-back, and you can create a four-player scenario. Yep. Um, this... Uh, the screen does have a handheld motion controllers in the IRs in uh, infrared sensors. It also will take a micro SD card to up the storage compa- storage, and it will take its cartridges. Yes, not discs. Right, like the Wii U and the Wii. So cartridges is a little misleading as well. Game cards. Yes, is basically what we're looking at. They're equivalent to what the 3DS and DS kind of run on. Correct. It's those. So no optical media will be used. But because it is a modern console, chances are you'll also be able to download games via the internet as well. Right. It also, uh, uh, it is rumored, and unsure yet, uh, whether there will be a microphone or a possible outer-facing camera Mm -hmm. in order to do uh, virtual stuff. Sure. Augmented reality. But it is a strong possibility, even though it was not shown. It is part of the specs, though. So last, uh, one thing I want to talk about that's also really exciting about this reveal is during this trailer, they also showed a bunch of game footage, which I was was not explaining and uh, what I was not expecting. And so notable examples include the um, Switch version, supposedly the Switch version of... Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Sure. Right. We have Zelda. We uh, have the new Mario, yes, supposedly. Yes, there was some sort of footage of a Mario game that looked like it was maybe a spiritual sequel to Mario 64, which has me excited. There was also footage of Splatoon. Right, or at least a Switch version of Splatoon. As Mario well as Kart. A Switch version of what seems to be just Mario Kart 8 with some changes. Right, or a new Mario Kart 9. Possibly. And Skyrim. Right, which is the weird one. So right. I want to briefly talk about this because this is fascinating to me. Right. Uh, the Switch has a bunch of third-party support. Well, well, that's good. But specifically, this Bethesda thing is interesting. So the trailer showed what is clearly Skyrim. Yes. But, and Bethesda did tweet later that day, that same day, that they would be supporting the Switch as, an, a, a, Switch as a, a developer. So they will be developing games for the Switch. However, when major video game sites asked Bethesda straight up whether Skyrim was being released for the Nintendo Switch, they could not confirm. (laughs) So, this could mean a couple things, though. Yeah, my guess here, and I've been following video game news for a long time here. Here's my educated guess. Yes. There is a legendary version of Skyrim releasing next week. 
What do you mean a legendary version? A re-release for PS4 and Xbox oh, One. Oh, right, coming yes. coming out next week. Yes, if for they Skyrim. Were to tell, if they were to tell people that there was a new version of Skyrim to be released March of next year that had portability as one of its features... You would maybe, hinder, scale, hinder sales. Maybe a bad call. Is based, That's at least my theory. So I think that they are holding off an official announcement until they want to... Get the the, get the holiday out season. Of the way. Get the holiday, holiday season, season out, out of the way. way. Then January, come back and say, "Hey, this brand new version of Skyrim for the Switch is going to be even better than the one we sold you in in October." I don't know if it's a brand new version, but I think it will utilize the yes. Wii nunchuck ability. Stop. Don't call them nunchucks. Okay, the Wii Joy-Con ability it's of infrared. <laughs> the Wii. Switch Joy-Con. Ability of yes. of moving the of infrared moving yes, the controller starting now. Around. Clean break from Wii. Yes. No more Wii. This is it's not, not a, Wii. a Wii. It is the Switch. It's not even the Wii U. No. It's not a Wii at all. It's the Switch. It's the least. I'm Wii. just saying it is Wii like. <laughs> it's Wii esque. Wii esque. It's Wii esque. Yes. Okay. Cool. However, all right. So um. So we don't want to talk about. Also, this thing is region free. Right. So you can get yes. some uh, Japanese, Japanese exclusives. Ass, the Japanese ass Japanese games. Yes. To play on your Switch, including uh, but not limited to <laughs> what will most likely be the entire uh, Ace Attorney. Right. So here's the question, though. Answer. Well, I don't know. Are you possible Nintendo? answer? There you go. In the past, there's been a lot of scenarios where. The games that you can buy retail are region-free, but downloads require an account of that region. For example, how the PS4 currently works is PS4s are region-free, except for the digital stores. You have to have a Japanese PSN account to download Japanese games via the, the, via the store. So, I would assume that Nintendo would probably do it the same way. So digitally, you may not be able to download anything that you want, but you could probably buy a copy, import a copy. My guess is import. My uh, guess is uh, you have to import the copy almost because almost, almost everyone online who has mentioned it being yeah. region free import. has said you must import the game. Yeah. So I'm just clarifying that because that could be that could be misleading. Right. Also, speaking of downloads, there's currently no talk of a virtual console right. for the Switch. Maybe it. For virtual console. Right. But then again, if you want uh, to play your NES games, you're going to buy that real tiny NES in November anyways. Well, that only comes with a preloaded 60 I games. Or you can just go buy yourself a 3DS and have the virtual console right there. Right, but that also brings into question kind of what I wanted to segue this off to. Go ahead. Do you think this means that the DS line is done? Good question, because I have that here under Backlash. Yes. Um... Because the theory was is that if this thing was both a home console and portable, which it seems to be, does Nintendo then replace both of their lines? Right, because this is not a Wii U or Nintendo 3DS backwards compatibility right. features. It has nothing. It, it's a clean break right. from any previous Nintendo console. It's like when they went from the N64 to the GameCube. Yeah. Clean break. Yeah, clean break. Or from the Game Boy Advance to the DS. Well, not even really that, because there was a Game Boy Advance port on the DS. Right. 
So I guess this is unprecedented, at least since Nintendo rarely in twenty six years, twenty five years, whatever, probably even more. No game from GameCube. Yeah. No GameCube came out in twenty in two thousand one. So twenty five years. No, it's twenty sixteen. Like oh yeah, fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> twenty five years. What year is this? What year is this? <laughs> Yes, in 15 years, it's the first time that Nintendo has completely changed the format of their home console. Correct. So we will see. Um, I don't know. Um, because I, I have a theory that maybe they do some sort of flash-based download kind of new handheld because that's really cheap, maybe, and do like some real simple handheld games. Or maybe this is them saying, no, we're smartphone developer now for handheld if you want a handheld game download it on your phone or um as i as i mentioned there is a micro sd card slot right and micro sd cards are up to one yeah. terabyte now that's true thanks to toshiba there's a lot of stuff going so on they could just put it in like say you could just have a separate uh download to put on a micro sd yeah okay because uh I mean, Speaking the nice thing about the digital stores yeah. is they can live, have literally anything there. Right. They can have anything from their their mobile phone cat, uh, stuff that they're putting out to other people's mobile phone stuff. They could just have straight up. It's like, oh, the big mobile phone uh, uh, companies are releasing their uh, games on phones and on the Switch. Because it's basically a tablet anyways. There's nothing right. keeping them from doing that. So they could just do that. But I think the question and I think the backlash comes from people who and, and I'm included in this, who have a nostalgia for Nintendo's handhelds. You know? Mm -hmm. The Game Boy is still a very important thing. You've mentioned Game Boy, and most people will know what you're talking about. Yes. Even DS at this point is a brand people recognize. The DS has been in the e video game ecosystem since 2004. Right. I mean, um, what was I going to say? Great. I, I was, I was going to go somewhere with this, and then I lost track. That's okay. Um, oh, what I was going to say was that um, in Nintendo, or not, in Nintendo. In Nintendo. Yeah, in Nintendo, um, back in the 90s, yeah. uh, they had portable uh, kiosks. They had kiosks where you could go in, put in a CD-ROM, and it would burn a game onto it. So, so you are referencing something that existed, but this existed in Japan. Right. It was part of the Famicom disk system. Correct. Uh, which was That's what I'm referencing. Extension to the original NES. No, they could Famicom do this Japan. with blank cartridges. They could. Or, like That's I said, true. micro SDs. I don't think so, though. Because at this point, they're already doing that with 3DS uh, remote play and um, special, having like special events before Pokemon at GameStop and stuff. Digitally downloaded. They're already doing that. It's just that it doesn't require physical media anymore. I think that they are going to be just like every other uh, technology company right now in this era and move away as fast as possible from physical media. So I don't think that that's going to happen. And I will continue to talk and talk as long as you are away from the mic. There we go. Right, but I mean, <laughs> even like PlayStation and Xbox are going straight to a Digital download yes, and even that's what I'm saying. 
even uh, the movie industry is going to yes. a streaming service online. So there's no reason for Nintendo to have a ser- service that re- requires you to bring in an SD card. Well, not necessarily just bring in an SD card, or but burn to an SD, burn card. To an SD card. I just don't think it's in their best interests. All right. Any, well, anyways, but yeah, who knows how they'll deliver these things? Who knows how this will be uh, marketed? Who knows whether they'll even introduce a new handheld to, uh, or maybe, maybe what we see is two packages here. Maybe we see a package that's just the tablet. Maybe we see a package that's the tablet that turns into the video game system. Right. Well, here's uh, well, here's the backlash that I read, and it comes from game analysts and Nintendo investors specifically, because when this was released, well, before this was released and rumored, Nintendo's. And they said that they're going to release a video. Nintendo stock shot up. Yeah. And then it was released, and the investors felt underwhelmed with the reveal, uh, largely in because they felt that everything that was shown was largely in line with everything that was speculated. Because it's true. Because yeah. it was. It was the worst kept secret, <laughs> video game secret in a, in a while. They didn't have a big wow factor. It was everything that they thought it was. Yeah. And so, invest uh, Nintendo investors saw this as, quote, who else. Uh, but diehard Nintendo fans would buy this, end quote. And so, stock plummeted for Nintendo after the reveal. And, yeah, I mean, even the three-hour um, compat- uh, portability, it's actually worse than the PSP. I believe that. I think they... Also, there's no word about the Amiibo system either. Yeah. And that was a huge market for uh, the Wii's and the 3DS. Yeah. The struggle here is for Nintendo to really give this thing an identity. The struggle will be, is this a home console or is this a handheld? Because as long as they keep kind of blurring the line between the two, consumers aren't going to know what it is. I can see the conversation where mom goes into GameStop and has a conversation with the GameStop person. Like, well, I want to get this, this Nintendo console for my son. Is it a tablet? And the guy goes, yes, it comes with a tablet. And she goes, well, what if he wants to play at home? And the guy goes, well, yeah, it's a video game system. He can connect to his TV. And then the mom just breaks down because she doesn't know that those can be the same thing. So she'll be like, wait, but I thought you said it's a tablet. And he's like, well, it is. It's both. And she's like, so it's both? How is it both? How does it connect to the TV? That conversation will go on for 15 minutes. And the mom may still end up coming out on the other side with no idea what that thing is. And trust me, I work in tech support all day. I know there are people who just will not be able to grasp that it is both things. I had somebody who thought Windows ran on their Android tablet. There are people who email us thinking they can install Windows 10 on their Chromebooks. Oh, I know. When I was worked at Best Buy, yes. I had people... Asking me the difference, not only between consoles, but between generations. Yeah, because nobody, nobody knows. And so that's why investors are scared. Right. Because you can't – It's this, they think it's Wii U Redux. Is what is this thing? Nobody knows what this thing is. How can you communicate to cons- consumers better? Because right now you're only talking to the people who already know. Right, because even in the trailers, yeah. it showed a lot of rather – 20-somethings, yeah, older teenagers, 20-somethings, yep. in the trailer playing the console who understand what it is. 
So whether you're, because that's the great thing that had that about the Wii um, commercials that they ran, right? That they show that here it's easy to pick up. Young kids and old adults, even grandma, can play with it. It's very easy to understand. Nintendo is continuing to go through their post Wii identity crisis, which right. is basically like, do we cater to the video game people, or do we cater to everyone else? And I think what they what they had with the Wii was a way to do both, and they since then have not been able to recapture that energy. Right, and we could talk on and on about really the, the, the 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 pros and cons of the Switch. And I'm sure but, that more when more stuff comes out about this thing, we'll have more educated guests. Right, but we won't get another any more information yeah. until after the holiday season, which means next year. Right, and so. this thing will only have three months post holiday. To get in gear because it come, it's supposed to release in March. I think the next time we hear, we hear a big push is, well, either if they do a direct like in January after the new year. End of January, yeah. Or um, traditionally Nintendo has uh, done big reveals at um, the Video Game Awards. The Jeff Keighley thing that they do at the big, uh, end of the year, beginning of the year. Uh, sometimes in December, sometimes in January. Uh, which is their big streaming award thing. That's where, in the past, Nintendo has done big things for Zelda and stuff. So, we'll s- that may be a place for them to talk about some Switch stuff. Also, don't be surprised if the Super Bowl you see ads for this thing because Maybe. that's good. that's a huge market for the yeah. U.S. right there. That would be smart. I mean, they did it. They did. They clearly can do it because uh, Pokemon did it, right. and that wasn't even advertising anything. It was just saying, "Hey, right. we're going to celebrate Pokemon, Pokemon for twenty years." Which is prescient, considering the year that Pokemon has had. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, there's a lot so, of ways Nintendo can go with this. Um, I think it seems kind of cool, but I don't know. It remains to be seen what that thing really is. So, we will see. Yeah. And with uh, the Switch, we will switch this off and <laughs> yes. uh, wrap it up. Switch back on next week. So, this will do it for the Media Boat Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, find us via searching Media Boat Podcast. Well, you'll find us. And then on iTunes, give us a subscribe. Give us some reviews. We'd appreciate it. In the meantime, we will be back next week for another episode. So tune in. And next week, um, Doctor Strange premieres. Right. Uh, we will not have a review, however, because it comes out on Friday. Friday but, we'll... but I will definitely yes. look forward to that. We'll talk more about that. Uh, next week. So we'll see you next week. Yep, and hopefully we'll have a winner by the World Series by then. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, bye. bye. bye.